ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to <gasps> Pure Finesse. host <laughs> Jacob Murchison and the man to my left, who I think is, does not have a hair out of place for a Sunday night in June. Call me Kyle Bukakis, right? Uh, uh, yeah, the second coming of Rick Astley, actually, Kyle Bukakis. Bukakis, whatever, man. Um, before we start off this episode, I just think it's something I want to acknowledge is that I don't know if you heard it, you probably did, is that Taya Curry uh, was the first female selected in the OHL draft as Jay wakes up here coming from a nap. Um, she's the first female ever to be drafted in the OHL draft. And that's just, I think, one step forward um, for women's sports and for a woman to be integrated into the into like male sports, which I think is going to happen um in some way shape or form in the near future so i just want to congratulate her on that we're not going to be talking about that today though are we jay yeah like no no hockey today but it is the first round of the nba we're gonna be talking about today and all the series that happened and the one that just ended tonight if you're watching on sunday the matinee between the clippers and mavericks finished off their series and the la clippers so the chagrin and probably most of the nba rallied to come back from 0-2 down and win game seven. Game seven was the only game won by the home team this series. Yeah. And I think this is the first of ever that all the road team won all the first six games mm-hmm. of a playoff series. And, you know, what, what, what is it? Pandemic Paul, Pandemic P, Paul George, seen a bounce back from an early struggle and – you can't bet like you can't bet against LeBron in the playoffs, which we get too soon, I'm sure. You can't bet against Kawhi in the playoffs. No, and there's a different pandemic P that came out, and that's Kristaps Porzingis. He didn't. He was kind of uh, lackluster. Um, didn't really show up. Luca had to put his team on his back in the series, averaging 35 uh, points, eight boards, and 10.3 assists. Just almost triple-double every game, so I think that's ridiculous. And I saw tonight Marcus Morris actually joined Elite Company of hitting seven-plus three-pointers in a Game 7, and that's tying Steph Curry himself. So only Marcus Morris and Steph Curry have done that. So key guys stepping up, not just Kawhi and Paul George, but other guys stepping up today to win this. Because the Clippers, you know, I think they're due to make a long playoff run because – uh, they haven't won anything for a while, I think ever. So, yeah, for as long as they've been around, they've you know, they haven't been they've been deemed as like good teams, but just not able yeah. to get over the hump. And just I think they haven't made a conference finals in no. ever or I don't think ever century, let alone the finals. And they've had all these great teams. If you want to talk about Lob City era, like they've always been having yeah. fifty plus wins every season for most of the two thousands. So I think this probably will be the year for them. I know they're going to have to play the Jazz in round two, which will not be the easiest of teams to play. But we're going to have to wait another year for the Battle of L.A. Yeah. Because the Phoenix Suns took care of business and defeated the Los Angeles Lakers in six. Yeah. 4-2. I think we've got to put some respect, we put some respect now on the two-seeded Phoenix Suns as a lot of people did not have them winning this series. I think a lot of people, I think it's just because LeBron James, right? Uh, no one can really bet against LeBron James, but Devin Booker really showed up in that game six. I think I had 47 points. 
uh, just went off. He's like, I'm on a mission. I'm going to prove you all wrong. Uh, in this series, I think a lot of people recognize that Anthony Davis is now made of glass because he's Street Clothes just... Davis. Pardon? Anthony Street Clothes. Street Clothes Davis, exactly. He just, I, I don't know, I, I hate to see people get injured and everything, but it just seems he gets injured uh, just far more often than any other player in this league. And kind of like you uh, have a liability, you know, one or the other, right? It's just it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah. And but does this like this is the big question, right? Does this uh first round series loss at the eight to thirty six affects LeBron's legacy and his conversation in the GOAT debate? Well, I did not like the way he handled himself after the game six loss, you know. I don't know. Oh my LeBron, you know, gives a little bit of a sports casual every time you bring his name up. But the way he conducted himself after, you know, not shaking people's hands after losing in game six. But we saw the picture in the back, you know, in the locker rooms with him and Devin Booker signed his jersey, la di da behind closed doors. But they frustrated the hell out of him this series. Jay Crowder did a fantastic job. We talk about every time we talk about Phoenix or Utah, how underrated Jay Crowder is. Jay Crowder is a player. She's a prototypical 3 and D guy. I think I've said maybe 15 times on this podcast. Yeah. It's just bruising right every time. And uh, teams that have Jay Crowder just go, they go places. And I think Phoenix is going to be making the conference finals and they're going to be playing next the Denver Nuggets, who I believe they've beat the Trailblazers in six games. Yeah. Probably the most dangerous Damian Lillard we've seen ever. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. We went off, got fifty-five points, and his team still couldn't win that game in double OT. Um, Jokic just going off. He was averaging what he was just doing MVP type things: thirty-three points, ten point five boards, and four and a half assists. And he was going up against Dame, who was averaging more points: thirty-four points and ten point two assists. Dame was doing everything he could to make his team win, and they just weren't able to pull it off. And that, and that's also another question: Does Dame? Uh, does he leave this franchise now or does he stay loyal? He's been loyal for nine years. And he did say the coach he wanted was Jason Kidd. And Jason Kidd has actually backed out of the head coaching, like getting the job for the Portland Trailblazers. So does Dame leave? I, I think it's time that he moves on from this franchise. I don't think so. I think the move to five for his thoughts, I think keeps Damian Lillard in Portland. I mean, I don't know if they have the right pieces just yet. I mean, they have some good young players and a good veteran presence in Melo and two really good young core players that have been there for a while and Dame and uh, CJ McCollum. So I don't know. I mean, they've made one conference final, I think, and that was in 2018 when KD and the Warriors just kicked their ass. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, to say that I don't know if they're really – and the first one is not going to cut anymore. I think Terry Stotts has been last seven, seven or eight seasons. They've been out in the first round in six or seven of those seasons. So I don't know if they go out and make a trade for somebody, try to make a splash for agency, because they really just haven't seemed to have a good luck at trying to sell Portland to free agents. I don't know for whatever reason, because I mean, Damian Lillard, I think is one of the better players to not have an MVP to his name. Yep. And I think it's probably going to be sooner rather than later that he gets one. Yeah. And people talking about uh, Steph Curry being a potential candidate this year, I think Dame deserved more recognition last year for bringing his team into that uh, seventh, eighth seed 
Um, last year, averaging over 30 points a game. So I don't think he gets enough rec- recognition. And like you said, it's probably due to being in Portland in a small market. So hopefully he gets some more recognition and some more uh, superstars to join him because that's all you're going to see right now in the NBA. I know. Follow the money. The last series in the West was the one-seeded Utah Jazz taking care of the eight-seeded Memphis Grizzlies in a gentleman's sweep of a five-game series. Uh, Memphis shocked the world yeah. in game one. Put yeah. A lot of people on notice with them taking or beating Utah Jazz. The Dylan Brooks locked down Donovan Mitchell. Or Donovan yeah. Mitchell didn't play. I'm sorry. He didn't play <laughs> the first game, yeah. So took a lot of heat for it. I mean, and then it was smooth sailing from there for Utah. <laughs> So, John Morant, I think we now know, is here to stay. Yeah. Uh, he got there. He got to the playoffs right before Zion did. Um, and I think that just proves a lot. He was averaging 30 points per game in this series, even though they lost the four straight after the win. Um, but you're playing against the number one team in the league. I don't think a lot of people expected uh, Memphis to pull off this upset. Uh, Utah really had in the bag ever once they started Donovan Mitchell. It was just, it's a over uh they're too good of a team when they have a complete healthy roster uh it's going to take a lot to bring them down it's going to take a superstar team like we mentioned to take them down so i think utah is one right now the heavy favorite to go to the finals in the west yeah i mean they are as deep as it gets they can do it in the post they're gonna do it in the perimeter and they do the mid-range uh just just everywhere you look at it's just a very good team they can beat you everywhere but i mean i love this memphis team because yeah they're young and I think they're, they play, they're playing with house money, to say the least, because they weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. And nope. they were the ninth seed, and then they got through the play and won it to make it to the eighth seed. So I think it's just a good accomplishment for them to get here, let alone win a game in the playoffs. But I'll tell you what, I think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be having a home court advantage come 2021-2022 playoffs. Really? You think next year they're going to so. be one of those top four seeds? Valanciunas, Mark McWurst is going to be an all-star. He's played. Wow. Hot take here. Heard it here again. No big deal. Let me hear it. No big deal. Put it on the TikTok. Put it on the TikTok. (laughs) Uh, I think him, Jared Jackson Jr. and John Morant are going to be a pretty good big three. Yeah. I mean, you get some good role players around the play because those three are going to be starters, I hope. And you get a full season of Jared Jackson Jr. Yeah. And Jared Jackson, right? He was drafted the same year uh, before Luka Doncic and Trey Young or like in between them, I think. Um, so Memphis, I feel like they, they want a lot out of Jaron Jackson Jr. So I think he's got really, how crazy is that draft day trade looking at it now? Luka Doncic for Trey Young. I, I, that just completely changes both franchises directions, right? They're both in the playoffs, but one team actually made it out of the first round this year. Um, surprisingly, not the team that we thought though. Mm. Yeah. So Malcolm being the nice guy he is just spoiled that the, the Atlanta Hawks gentlemen sweep the. New York Knicks in five games. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about cold-blooded. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. And he, I think this series uh, was going to be way closer than everyone expected. Trey Young coming out with on a mission, uh, averaging 29 points and close to 10 assists a game, just doing uh, everything he can to make his team win. Randall on the other side. Didn't really perform up to everyone's standards. He only averaged 18 points a game, but got 11.6 boards. Do you think this was the most underwhelming series? Absolutely. As... I love really. 
this was the best series to watch personally. Really? Whether it was the atmosphere or whether yeah. it was the storyline. I don't know if it was the basketball that was the reason why this was the best series. Yeah. It was just a lot of fun to watch. If yeah. You talk about like the atmosphere and the aura of Madison Square Garden, the playoffs. It definitely lived up to the hype. The fans were unbelievable. They were allowed all throughout the three games that was in New York. And Trey Young was playing to his strengths and being the showman he is, just hucking it from the logo every time. Splash, 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 splash. And lobbing it to Capella all the time. And John Collins. It's a great series to watch. And I hope the Knicks get back in the playoffs very, very soon because I want to see more MSG in the playoffs because it was rowdy. Yeah. But you know what? Good coming out party for Derrick Rose. Derek I was going to say. I don't think started much of this uh, at the regular season and the starting lineup and then got integrated into it after game two. And he was the next best player offensively the whole series. Yeah, he came up big in those first few games. In the last game, he didn't perform as great when they're on the brink of elimination. I think the whole team kind of just fell apart. But like you said, the games leading up to that, they he really stepped up big time. And I think he wants to run it back again next year. So hopefully we'll see yeah, more of D-Rose starting. knee to the ground like he did in Chicago. <laughs> but the Hawks are going to be playing the number one seed of Philadelphia Sixers after they, gentlemen, sweeped the Washington Wizards. I don't know what to say about Washington. You know, I don't know if, again, they came into this series thinking they are going to beat the Philadelphia 76ers because that people have given a whole lot of respect to the one-seeded Sixers going into this playoffs to get to the conference finals. But the Sixers took care of business without a problem. How do you like them going forward? The Sixers? Uh, it's going to be difficult. I know we're probably like, we're just a little bit behind, right? Just because the game started and everything. So they got, they lost today to the Hawks. But I don't think that's much of an issue. I think with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons... <laughs> And Tobias Harris, even him averaging a double-double last series against um, Washington when Joel went out for a game or two there. Uh, I think he stepped out, stepped up big too. So I don't think – I hate the Sixers, right? But you got to give them respect. Um, I think they're going to come out. Uh, they should – well, at least they should come out uh, of this series against the Hawks. Um, but it's only, only time will tell. I think Westbrook, though, in this series with the Wizards, played like Westbrook usually does right, getting his triple doubles, uh, getting the team involved, not shooting great, but getting the team uh, in the game. Exactly, typical. But now he's out, just like the trend, like as always. He's out of the playoffs early on. Um, but I think the Sixers will have more of a tough matchup than they think with the East Atlanta Hawks in the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one thing, too, that I'm starting to pick up a trend on is that I think the all-Kendall Jenner team, I think, could take take the reins, I think, very, very well. I think they could, honestly. I mean, she must be happy with herself. Good for her. <laughs> She's a good GM. Oh, I think so. The Milwaukee Bucks are the only team to sweep yeah. a team in the first round, and they did it against the Miami Heat. I think Miami did not stand a chance at any of the four games. None of them no. were close except for the first one in overtime when Junior Butler single-handedly put that team on his back. And I think it's because there's no one stepped up around him. I mean, Bam Adebayo, if you want to talk about him getting, you know, maybe not being 100%. But I think it was a very underwhelming season for one Tyler Hero, who everyone loved last year. In the bubble. I don't think you barely heard his name at all during the whole I heard. I think I heard Jack Harlow. I think that's the the only time I've heard him because he was (laughs) – the only time I could hear uh, Tyler Hero because he did not show up. The bubble heat got exposed. 
Uh, again, they beat the Bucks last year. They couldn't do it this year. Giannis stepped up big, getting 23 and a half and 15 boards, along with almost eight assists per game. He was just stepping up big. Chris Middleton had some clutch, clutch, clutch moments uh, in these games as well. And like you said, I think Bam just didn't decide to show up either. Um, he didn't play extremely well like everyone expected him to. And the, the series wasn't close. It wasn't fun to watch because Milwaukee just swept them. If you're a Milwaukee fan, it was amazing to watch. Every other fan, I don't think they're really tuned in for these games. No, I think I watched game one overtime, and that's about it. Exactly. Well, I don't know how many. I don't know how true this is, but uh, I did hear that they might be testing that Jimmy Butler coffee for some PEDs because <laughs> they were drinking a lot of that during the bubble playoffs in 2004. <laughs> so I don't know, hey, Jimmy Buckets, if you got a little something cooking on your coffee. <laughs> your call. But the last series that we've yet to talk about is the Brooklyn Nets defeating the Boston Celtics in a gentleman's sweep of five games. Uh, I said that Jason Tams would probably have to average around 50 points per game. He averaged just over 30. Just over 30. He did have a couple or like at least one 50 point night, and that's the game they won, I think. Um, but the rest, it was just the trio and Cade. Uh, what did I talk about? The trio. DJ and Blake Griffin, they're all healthy. They're all playing great. I think Harden was the standout player for them, getting 27 points per game, 7.2 rebounds and over 10 assists. He was doing everything. Uh, KD was just a slasher. Kyrie, when he stepped up, it was just a rotation of who would get the most points, right? As you kind of expect with this uh, triple-headed monster along with two former All-Stars, two guys who are also in that LA um, Lob City era. All Kendall Jenner team. Yeah, Blake Griffin on the all Kendall Jenner team. So if you're dating Kendall Jenner, you have a real shot of making it far in these playoffs. Not going to lie. You're not a bad player. But uh, yeah, I I know as a Celtics fan, kind of biased, thought they'd pull off seven games, but obviously it didn't happen. A lot of people expected a sweep. I'm happy they got to pull out one. Um, and Kevin Durant giving some respect to Jason Tatum, saying he's already that elite type of player uh, that's hard to defend at the age of 23. So Future's bright in Boston. If you had Jalen Brown, I think they win one more game, but I think the Nets would still win this game, this series as well. That's what keep, that just keeps Malcolm sleeping. I know. Oh, KD. Exactly. Sleeping. One more game, one more game. No, no, no. It's that KD that said Jason Tatum. Oh, oh yeah. But he got our superstar. Eh. Jason but, Tatum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not to say that any of these games were blowouts or anything, but it was pretty juicy to see Kyrie back in Boston because, you know, they, the – very classy Boston fans. There is many occasions around the whole league, even Boston especially, but like with West Russell Westbrook as well, uh, Trey Young getting spit on at MSG. I think the fans they should be grateful that they're allowed back into the arenas. You don't want to ruin it. You don't want to say, "Hey, we're not going to allow fans if this is the stuff that keeps happening." Keeps happening, and many players chose to speak out against it because, like they said, they're not animals in cages. They're human beings too. Uh, you can't just be disrespecting them like that. But I loved it. It was awful to see. Yeah, I loved it. You loved it, of course oh, you do. Of course, I love every second of it. You know, you miss the fans, man. Like I, I, I miss the fans, but I don't like miss the fans, like throwing shit off. and spit, spitting, spitting on Trey Young. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He didn't even know he spat on him. He didn't know, but he did. He didn't even know. No, yeah, come on. it's just it's, it's it's all in good nature. I mean, you don't hate the person, you don't hate the human being, you hate the basketball player. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Rather than um, not that they take it to heart because they did, 
but I mean, it's all within the lines because they're not doing it at, you know, on the parking lot on third Avenue, trying to egg this guy's car. This is on the basketball court. So, yeah. And they do and it because they're damn good basketball players. What's that stat? I was, I saw a stat. Um, it was today. It was about previous, uh, it was since 1998. This is going to be the first finals without the Lakers, Golden State, uh, Miami, and one other team. I can't remember which team it was. Well, it's the first finals since 2010 without no LeBron or Curry. Exactly. And that's another big stat too. And so with these teams remaining, the last time we're going to go, I'm going to go through the last time they won a finals, right? The Jazz, Clippers, Nuggets, Suns, and Nets have never won an NBA championship. The Nets won the ABA in 1974 and 76. Uh, the 76ers won in 83. The Hawks, last time they won it was 58. And the Bucks was 1971. So you're going to have a team that hasn't won for a very long time winning the NBA championship this year. And I think that's good for the NBA because you don't want to keep seeing these. I feel like some people, obviously those diehard fans want to see their team keep winning, but there's other fans, there's other teams and other markets that need to grow. And I think it's about time that another team steps up and takes the mantles here, just like Toronto did uh, against Golden State a few years ago. Um, and really helping develop basketball in Canada. I think it's going to help develop whichever team really needs it. Like my favorite, I think is going to be the Denver Nuggets. I hope the Denver Nuggets win it this year now. Um, and they will potentially grow basketball in Denver and in their state and everything. So it's going to be fun to see a team that hasn't won recently to win it this year. Yeah. I'll leave you with one other stat. And two, I think it's the first, it's going to be the first time in 2000 since two, could be, excuse me, the first time since 2011 that a guy not named Curry, LeBron, or Kawhi to not win, to win the NBA championship. That's if ridiculous. The Clippers, if the Clippers don't win. Yeah. So, I mean, keep your eyes peeled for that. I The second round series looks looked like a little sportgasm to me. <laughs> so, I know a couple of the games have already are underway, but thanks to Luka Doncic and Kawhi Leonard's greatness, we had to wait till game seven of this series to be done. Yeah. But round two is now completely underway. And we, next week... It's going to be Euro 2021, baby. Or I guess Euro oh. 2020 for copyright issues. But uh, just listen to your boy because I'm taking the Dutch to the chip. So until then, it's Jacob. And Colm.